I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad parenting podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 69 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we have a new in-studio guest. I'm not new. I've been here before. Well, new, recently new. I'm not even recently new. What the hell are you talking about? Hi, Chris. Hi. <laughs> you, you could have just said your name, you know. I'm Chris. <laughs> there you go. How Way the hell I managed to pick the night that we're doing episode 69? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You just got lucky. Like you're about to get lucky. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, so I've got two drunk people in the moderately, room. Moderately, I'm actually not doing that bad. Okay. One really drunk, one moderately drunk, and I'm 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 just, you know, a couple beers in. Buzzed. So. I'm not really drunk. I'm just on my way to really, really drunk. Right. Shut up. So babe, how was your week? There was a week? Yes, you had a week. Oh. And I wasn't here, so that's why it was like a whirlwind. Wee! It was a week. I Some some things and stuff happened, I'm sure. Boots and pants and... I don't even know why I threw that in right there. It totally <laughs> didn't either, fit. Me either, but... It totally um, didn't fit, but you know what? It is it is what it is, so... Yep. It was a week. Yes. I did things and I was stuff, out of town. I got over. to hang out with the wonderful Grandbergs again um, from No Hope for Humanity. Got to... Uh, have dinner with them so that was my a, boob literally just moved the mic stand i'm just saying like like my your, boob, your mountains can move mountains my boobs did that yes your on mountain, accident your mountains can move mountains and i missed it <laughs> you did it's probably a good thing but hey so did you do the required homework there babe nope i think i already admitted this to you okay right? well let's we'll pause there for a second chris how was your week <laughs> jesus god okay that's good enough <laughs> I think that's enough of a description right there. Yes. Alrighty then. Because the only times you hey. say, oh, Jesus, God, are either in the middle of an orgasm or at the end of a long week. And you know this how? You know how. <laughs> no, you, 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 the way you reference it, like the only time he says oh, it. Oh, no. I mean, in general, <laughs> the only time anyone says it. I don't know what he right. says. 
No, my week was good. Um, it, it, it actually was. It it wasn't too bad. Uh, I you know, um, I was productive this week, and and uh, you know, we did some some good work, and and I can't complain at all. So, and I feel like I just got a pep talk from a football coach. We did good work out there. We got some shit done. We made some goals. Did some passes. We ran some stuff. It was decent. Yeah. 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 Now let's go get those sons of bitches. Yeah. Go team. Now let me pat you on the ass. Yay. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, we did that earlier. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, I was out of town this week. It was a um, bit of a Which is why I probably you. didn't get the homework done. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Eh, still no excuse. But the gist of it um, is, is it was a lady who wrote an article about... Hey, man. Turn the volume down. <laughs> You're over here fucking up my show. <laughs> this wonderful masterpiece that I put together. My bad. <laughs> and you got to make your phone go... Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. My bag. <laughs> no, actually, the topic of the show today is going to be about... Um, basically, I'm going to kind of just kite her headline. It says, I swear, in front of my, I swear in front of my kids, and I don't give a damn. Those seven dirty, dirty... Dirty words. And the gist of the article is that she's talking about how she was raised, especially by being raised Mormon, um, that there was just bad words. That there are words that are bad that you don't use and that you don't, you know, you're not allowed to come out of your mouth. Articulate. Yeah, you don't articulate with them, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas she makes the point of saying, hey, look, you know, there are some words that I I enjoy saying. I really like to say them. Like, you know, and there's some words that... Masticate. Yes. (laughs) I find that word disturbing. Mm-hmm. Mastication? Mm-hmm. I would prefer to say masturbation to mastication. Well, if you're masticating while you're masturbating, there's a problem. <laughs> Not if you have I a like nipple. I like snack. <laughs> so. Damn it. Uh, I can edit it out, but it's fine. Is this blockage? No. <laughs> God, you are blonde. Okay. Shut it, dude. All right. Jesus. So, but she says that, um, that, like, you know, obviously the, the, the obvious words, the, you know, fuck, shit, yada, yada, yada. Um, but she, like, enjoys Sam as an adult. They help, you know, sometimes they help alleviate pain, um, you know, so on and so forth. And I'm going to post the link to the article here in the show notes when we put it up. But her biggest point is, is that, you know, in her mind, there are far worse words that she actually has banned in her household, like, shut up. You're ugly, or calling somebody ugly, um, or the other ones here. Let me find them. Do 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 do, do. seven dirty words. <coughs> I know I, ha- I had them a second ago. Oh yeah, fat, ugly, stupid. Basically anything that is derogatory towards somebody because of their sexuality, race, gen, you know, uh, religion, etc. Um, you know, my biggest dirty word in my household uh-huh. is can't. Yes, yeah. I can't stand that word. No, I, I, I really, I it, can't use as a excuse excuse not to do something is just terrible. Um, it, you can always try. Oh yeah, try, try again. What was that? 
you may fail. I mean, life life's a full of failures. I mean, you may try and fail. You may do something several times and still not get it right and try it one more time. And, and then it, bam, it works. Yeah. Part of the training program I just went through actually eliminates the word try. Like you're not allowed to say try. You really? can intend to do something, but you're not going to try to do something because try implies that that failing is okay. When you intend to do something, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And then it, it eliminates the word but because but always fought, always brings a negative into something. Like I love you, but mm-hmm. I would do that, but I mm-hmm. I I should do that, but except so instead of saying but, you're going to say and. Unless yeah. we're talking about Justin's butt. Well, it, it eliminates the B-U-T form of butt. Yes. And you can talk about butts all you want. <laughs> yes. So, um, actually, the, the one, the read through the article, the one, my, the, my favorite paragraph in the whole, and it actually it's kind of, it's, it's, it's two paragraphs, but um, basically uh, it goes like this. She says, in fact, I like that they hear me curse from time to time. It takes away the power of expletives. They're just words and not bad words in my mind, unless I use them to hurt someone. Under that definition, any word can become bad if you use it as a weapon with intention of hurting another. So what's the point of defining a group of words as bad to my children when the rules are so arbitrary and confusing? I don't want to raise children who shudder at the use of the F word, but have no problems using words like hate or ugly to describe someone else or themselves. I want my children to cringe when hateful words are used and directed to other people. Amen. Yeah. yeah, bingo. I mean, it's it's one of those things that, you know, well, first off, uh, playground education. We've all had playground education and it's it's not a good one. When you get when you when you when you learn stuff on the playground, sometimes you can get it right, but usually not so much. Most of the time, playground education is kind of detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then you have the problem of uh, if you get like a multi-sibling or a multi-child household, you're going to have the older sibling who's going to have more exposure to stuff. And a lot of times they're going to be the ones incorrectly using the words. And so it's just a whole common thing. But I really like what she said about the fact that, you know, what, why did those, how, who, what, where, why, what made those words become the quote unquote bad or not okay words to use? Prigs. What? Prigs. Okay. Elaborate. Prigs. You are a prig. They were prigs. Yes. Stuck up, uptight, freaking whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm drunk. Didn't you state that at the beginning of the show? We did. <laughs> you Folks, y'all been warned. I'm drunk. <laughs> he may have pre-aimed a little too hard. <laughs> I'm drunk. No, but I mean. So what? It, you don't like it? For me. Get the it, fuck out of my house. He's white girl wasted. He's pretty this damn, is, yes, because this is our house. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I just want to make sure you knew where you were. That's all. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, I I that I find myself asking that question a lot when it comes to parenting in the respect of <clears throat> what why is this a bad thing? Why is teaching my kids about sex a bad thing? Why is teaching them the proper ways to have safe sex so that they don't fuck over their lives or somebody else's lives or both in the process? a bad thing why is who dictated when what makes these things bad and and puritanical uptight americans well not just americans this has been going on in society for as long as the you know as long as 
there have been people in power and people not in power, and there have been people around. Fair enough. It's it's not just Americans. I mean, no, no, no. You're in your you're 100 percent correct. But the 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 biggest thing, you know, I mean, just on the the, the specific things that you were talking about, um, America's uptight about so much. Oh, we are. Yes, I mean, as, as a nation, with the fact that we, you know, so many people want to say we had a Christian founding, but it's and, such a hypochondriac mm-hmm. situation. I mean, we have some of the highest rates of of domestic violence and sexual assaults. Yes. We have the highest amount of, you know, incarceration. Incarceration. We have the highest amount of uh some of the, you know, like sex type industry. Mm-hmm. And yet we also have some of the most stringent laws on the books regarding sexuality. Yes. It's dumb. Well, and there's still laws that exist in in places like, you know, if you're not doing it missionary, you're literally breaking, breaking the, the law, law in that particular county or town or whatever. Um, right. Boy, have I broken that law many, many times. <laughs> Every chance I get. Is <laughs> what the Beastie Boys say? I did it like this. I did it like that. I did it with a whiff ball bat. You know, however you can do it, man. Just, yeah. But hey, So I'm on the run. <laughs> yeah. Cop caught my gun. Um, <laughs> right about now, it's time or something like that, right? I, I, I lost it. It was almost there. But No, you, you had it. I had it. Right yeah, I was right on it. Yeah. So... I, that people look at me really strangely or have I have been quite a bit more recently with some of the ways that I handle talk to deal with etc my kids in public because you know I'm like I'll look at the kid and be like don't do that You're, it makes you look to be like an asshole or you know <laughs> yeah and I'm just well, like straight Tem- up real with them Tempe I mean she'll she'll call she'll call motherfucker out <laughs> So it was being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he was, my dear. Exactly. So, but, but, I mean, I, I do have to ask the question: What is it? What about those words make them bad? And, and as a child, I had a hard time wrapping my head around this. The fact of like you have the, the old age old adage of sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. That's fucked up because they can. They can unless you're prepared for it. Or yeah, unless you unless you don't let them have that power over you, and you don't let them take that control over you. I, I want the first time that somebody curses at one of our kids for them to turn around and go, no, your mom likes it up the ass or, you know, whatever, like <laughs> yeah. I, whatever it is. I'm just saying I don't want them to be as shocked and hurt by words as I was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just takes all the sting out of it. it it's kind of like, do you remember the first time you got punched, like intentionally assaulted like an by another person? Yeah, I actually do specifically. Yeah. And, the shock of it mm-hmm. no matter how prepared you are for the inevitable the yep. shock of someone intentionally hurting you for oh, the yeah. purpose of either intimidation intimidation or harm or whatever makes it very difficult to respond like for me anyway the first time that somebody i've got the hiccups now and now i really am i just like a drunk um the first time somebody intentionally hit me the shock of it, and it was a slap from another girl, like uh-huh. just like a, across the face slap. Mm-hmm. The shock of somebody actually intending me physical harm sh- was so much so that I just froze and I just looked at her like, "How could you possibly do that?" And the words can work the same way. Oh yeah, they can. The first time somebody says, "No, you fuck your fuck you," you know, I'm. It can mess with your brain to an extent where you don't even know what to respond unless you're like. 
I, oh, I heard that yesterday when my dad said it to the, you know, driver down uh-huh. the street or whatever. You know, it just gives you a completely different perspective on the shock of it. There's no shock. No. There's no. Well, and and, and what I what I want. I'm not advocating people to hit their kids and no, they're not no, shocked no. for that. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's one of those things that if you allow what somebody else says or does or anything like that to affect how you feel about yourself, which most people do, um, that you give those words and those things a lot more power than they actually have to have. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's always been a situation of take the taboo away from it. Make it, make it not a taboo thing. If it's not cool, (laughs) quote unquote, for my kids to cuss, because they know that I, drop these words from time to time and also they've dropped them in front of me and I'm not like, you can't be saying those words, then they're not going to be those foul-mouthed little assholes that are out in public using every goddamn word under the sun in whatever shape, form, fashion they can because it's the cool and, you know, uh, I want to say outlaw. Outlaw is not the right word. Um, Badass. Bad thing. Yeah, just it's the cool thing to do to be to, to be like, you know, that, that kid rebel. that's like... Rebel. Hip. There you go. Thank you. Hip. 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 Yes. I don't think hip is a hip word anymore. No. Well, you're square. So, no. I, I think it's ratchet now, to be the ratchet kid or some shit like that. Anyways, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> what she was saying. What, 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 never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just y'all forgive me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it's so, you know, I, I do. I, I swear in front of the kids. And we've talked multiple times that we don't censor music. No. So if music has a swear word in it, we're not going to not mm-hmm. say the swear word. We're not going to teach them that the swear word doesn't exist. Yep. Uh, it's just we don't, you know, when we're singing it at school. Yep. Basically, we have a certain rule of expectation in our house, but that rule is not the same and the expectations are not the same when we're out of our house. And by that, I mean household, because oftentimes this is happening in the car. Um, yeah. And that's how I, exactly how I explained it to Tempe is that we have rules and expectations at our house that are, you know, don't swear, but mm-hmm. music and, t- you know, certain other things are not censored. But at school, you can't sing the song about, you know, crashing your car and throwing shit down the stairs without censoring yourself because... That's not an appropriate place. That's not an those appropriate things. place. And All right. Let me see the song, Crazy Bitch. Um, yeah. Well, can't, they haven't heard that one. Can't sing the words to that song at school. You just can't. I'm sorry. Uh, I like that song. I, well, it's a good song. Uh yeah. You're a crazy, crazy bitch, bitch, but you fuck so good. Okay. When I'm on top of you. Yeah. Doing me all night. Da, 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 da. Right. Yeah, right. Or um, uh, Kid Rock. Uh... Ba da ba. No. <laughs> Although that that's one, but... but his remake of um of a uh, we were smoking funny things. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, all Sweet summer ha- long. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Um. Well, there's that one too, and then specifically. Forgive me, everybody. It's track five on the album, and I can't even name the album. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's you know you don't uh, you just don't see. I don't censor uh, my boys listening to music. Uh, you know, as Jody said, it's it's don't censor it because if you take it away or you censor it, then you know you 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 put a stigma on it and then when you put a stigma on it it's like what our parents and you know us as parents you know when we tell our children not to do something 
All right, fuck that. We're doing it. Yeah. Game on, bitch. I can remember a lot of things vividly that were I was told I wasn't allowed to to listen to or watch or etc. And um, I, what was the first thing I did when I was alone? Oh you yeah, know? you went and tried to find it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I so- had a friend. I had a friend who had the Sublime album, and yeah, I loved it. And I brought it. She let me borrow the CD so that I could play it. And mom freaked out. And I, I just hid the CD. Well, yeah, Sublime. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's Sublime. It's not like when I was, because I'm a little bit older than you. No. <laughs> um, I can't tell you how many copies of delirious i went through because my mom every time she would get her hands on it she would throw it away and i would just put another one back in the tape player <laughs> yes i said tape player um and for those of you who don't know what del- for, for for those of you who don't know what the album delirious is um it's eddie murphy Okay. Oh yeah, we've talked on the show several times. One of my yeah. favorite things listening to was a cassette of Robin Williams' Night at the Met. Oh yeah, well Eddie, you know Eddie Murphy, yep. which Same. I actually said something about earlier mm-hmm. on the Delirious album. It's my house. You know what it is. Well, the the other thing is you look, talking about that. Um, I've I've. Like I, in fact, I texted you about it one time when you, when your son came over here to spend the night. I was listening to some random music. He's like, "Can you put some cool music on? And do you have any cool tunes?" And yes, I remember that. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. And then I would have, I went to cue it up. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Out of respect and courtesy for <laughs> the fact that you're not my child, <laughs> I text you up. I'm like, so uh, Ice Cube, w- 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 yay nay. What's what's the deal? He's like, you're like, he's listened to NWA. We're good. I'm like. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and so I actually queued up this song. I'm going to grab it right here in a second. Assuming everything works out for me the way it's supposed to. So, I'm going to let it play in the background while we talk, and you can kind of listen to it. But the title of the song is Gangster Rap Made Me Do It. Right? And so, the whole thing is, like, he, you know, he's like, you know, I did this because, oh, yeah, because Gangster Rap Made Me Do It, or I'm doing this because Gangster Rap Made Me Do It. And, and the whole point is, like, it's, it's kind of like what Eminem did back in the day about, you know, yes, because the lyrics of the song made you go out and want to, you know shoot this person or do that he's like you can't you know and, and you can't you, you can't um you can't sit there and go oh because this person says this it, it's why the reason why i did that or did this you know yeah and since i'm older that would have been ozzy ozzy osborne's hold that one second here So, you know, the whole point of it is that there, you know, no big, no big deal because, 
gangster rap maybe do it. Hey, it's all good, right? And now I'm, I may not get the same meaning out of the song that other people do, but for me, it's the same thing I got that Eminem song is that you know, why are you trying to blame these words, these things that I'm saying, or this persona that I put on to make money <laughs> as an excuse for why you went out and acted the way you did, you know? Well, and I, I go back to the case of if you want your kids to do the things you don't want them to do, tell them not to do it. <laughs> like, if you want to convince your kids that premarital sex is bad, it's bad. They're going to do it. They're going to do it be- just because. Um, music for me ties into a lot of other things, but in high school I was big into um, the Doors. Mm-hmm. The there's a movie and light my fire, baby, all mm-hmm. that stuff, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I got big into the poetry of it, and I got big into all of it. But it had a very like sex positive, very free feel to it, and I think if that had been supported more, it would have been a little bit different you know no I, I i understand what you're saying and and you know i said earlier just a few seconds ago that you know premarital sex is bad it, that's my personal thing you know if i look back on my life and i'm like man if i could have kept my dick out of that as much fun as it was and as much as i enjoyed it how many things would be different because I wasn't distracted because I was young mm-hmm. and I didn't have control of my hormones and I just didn't know what if I could have just put that that part away and concentrated on some other things maybe where I'm at would be different you know I don't I, I, I think about that and I'm not saying that you know I God I wish I could go back and change that you know I we we all play that game sometimes where we where we think um, if I hadn't, if I had this choice, if if I had this to do over again, mm-hmm. well, let me tell you something, boys and girls, and Justin, my friend Justin here can attest to this. If we didn't make the choices that we made in the past, we wouldn't be where we are now, and we wouldn't be as good or bad, depending on your situation, <laughs> as we are now. And I know for a fact that I'm a better person today sitting here right now than I ever was because of the choices that I made and they were bad you know so I can't say you know well maybe I shouldn't have dipped my wick back when I was 17 well okay I shouldn't have dipped my wick back when I was 17 but I'm not I wouldn't be the person I am right now and know what I know now and and be able to do what I'm doing now which is sit here next to my friend Justin and 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 say these things with a straight face and be sincere because I am, and I you know it just you can't go back and change the past. So you can't. But I think it's funny because I have a kind of an opposite view. I think if I had been raised with more of an open-minded look at things, that 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 well, what I was well, doing wasn't bad or well. Here's what I think he's trying to say. I think he's actually trying to say you need to have an open-minded view about it and you need to explain to the kid, hey, doing premarital sex or saying these things or doing these things, here are the consequences you can come to because of this. And you're giving them the education and the information necessary to then go out and make a conscientious decision about what they're going to do. Now, are they still probably going to fuck it up? Sure, everybody does. 
but at least oh yes they are at least you've done your piece to say hey look you know but I, and I don't I also don't think that your opinion on the whole premarital sex thing has anything to do with religious view or or the fact that you think that if your son were to come to you and say dad I you know I you know I, I fucked so and so last night but you're gonna be like you goddamn piece of shit anything like that it's just because you want the best the best for him and you want him to try to avoid the weird shit that you the complications you can bring to something when you're not mentally prepared to handle that yet or you know just the extra weird stuff that it can bring into a situation so you know i think he is saying it's a very open from a very open-minded standpoint in the respect of hey it's going to be easier if you don't do these things per you know per se but at the same time you know here's the reasons why i regret doing some of the stuff that i did and give an example yeah but i think that's an honest approach to parenting yeah of oh the reasons why everybody else says to not do this kind of bullshit but i'm going to tell you some of my consequences from doing these things yeah and oh i 100 percent agree you're and and i understand what your your point is is that you know you wish wow i wish i would have been a little bit less i don't know jody protected yeah than than you were sheltered exactly and and justin's spot on with you know, the way that I talk about things to my son. Look, dude, you know, uh, everything you do has a consequence, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And you make your choice. And you find out after you make your choice whether it was good or bad. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, from what I've seen from you, from you and uh, from Justin and Jody, you guys do the same thing. And it's great because... You let the the child, you know, we we let our children develop, and then we see where maybe they may be mis misstepping, and we kick them really hard in the side of the head. Metaphorically speaking, no, literally, <laughs> well, you know, just roundhouse. <laughs> your kid's big. Your kid's big enough; he can handle that, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, no, you're right, Justin. Metaphorically speaking, we try to kick them in the head hard enough to direct them down and you know my entire goal in life uh is to make my son or give my son the tools to learn faster than i did and make less mistakes than i did Mm -hmm. and given that we're all human he's gonna make his own mistakes and i want him to make his own mistakes because you really can't learn until you make those mistakes yes but if i stuff that knowledge in his head maybe one of these days, he's going to go, Arr! oh, wait, this is that point where my dad was talking about. And I have heard it so many times that I was sick of it. <laughs> but now I'm at this point, I'm at this Press crossroads it. in my life. And I think I might want to listen to him. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. He's got jazz hands. <laughs> I'm drunk, damn it. <laughs> There's nothing quite like a gigantic construction worker with jazz hands. With jazz hands. I mean, it's okay. Just... So, well, uh, I'm going to pose for a picture now because <laughs> Justin's yes. getting his phone out. Yes, because right. the jazz hands have to be ca- captured. But I'm talking and I'm doing this and I'm, you know, can you tell? And my eyes are wide open. Is my face flushed? I don't know, but no. It, uh, you know, it's 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 challenge raising kids today because things have changed so much. You know, I probably from even when Justin 
was in you know in school uh way way different than when i was in school mm-hmm. you know um and i've already told justin this story and i don't know if jody's heard it or not and i'll make it really fast my son is a middle schooler he's in the middle of middle school and he got in a fight at school and he's had some anger issues he's had some some control problems in the past and i we've tried to help him with that and tried to help him learn faster like i said earlier than i've learned he was going through a doorway and he bumped into somebody he said hey you know i'm sorry and the guy said to himself <laughs> and he Stepped into my son and he body checked my son, and then he followed my son down down the hallway and he body checked my son again, and then he roundhoused my son into the side of the head. Nice. And my son took a punch into the side of his head, and from his own words, he stumbled a couple of feet. Dad, I looked at him, and I'm trying to practice your look. I looked at him. And then I turned around and walked to class. And it, I tell you, it was one of the proudest moments in my life that he had exercised way more control than I would have at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. And Justin's stated that my son is big. So give you an idea of how big big is. Think of the biggest guy you know, and my son is bigger than that at 13. Mm-hmm. He's what in a size sixteen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's six four? So almost six four. Yeah, thir- thirteen years old. Thirteen years old. Yeah. Dude's huge. Yeah. So um I'm scared of this kid. Like <laughs> <laughs> And Jody's really not because Jody could take him because he's still a wuss. Yeah, well I <laughs> flash him my boobs and then I sit on him and <laughs> I could take him any day. <laughs> right. Um I'm sorry, but boobs get any 13-year-old kid to oh, just instantly... Straight, straight like, And up. when she says flashing, she's not like, talking like full-on Barry no. and just like, you know. <laughs> but I'm it, just saying. Yeah. No, but it's it's one of those things that, um, you know, yeah, you, you get the self-control and you've got the... What's down? Up, down, what? You're, I'm too loud for you? Okay. Trying to do that without you no, freaking. because you don't understand that you don't have the correct terminology. I don't have the correct so, hand signals. Right. I suck. What do you want me to do? Well, sucking actually sounds kind of nice, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get out of the room then. So, um. He keeps looking at levels every time you get up on the mic and you do something weird. He's, like, he's like, he's like, oh my God, levels. Yeah. Pre- pre- preparing, <laughs> no, preparing the kids so that they can handle shit like that appropriately. Because that's way better than I would have handled it too, at, at that age. Even up until like you know, ten years ago, um, somebody exactly it goes to cl- roundhouse or hits me, I'm gonna fucking uh. I'm gonna take him out. Um, but also at the same time, you know, you're you're that took away the kid's power. Oh, it did by not even letting it phase him, because it's gonna do one of two things. They're gonna either think that he's a giant wuss and doesn't isn't gonna do anything about it, or they're gonna look at this gargantuan sized kid and go, "Didn't even phase the motherfucker." I'm not touching him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done so, here. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm Peace. hoping. I'm hoping. You know, I don't know for all of those of you who read and uh, was actually in the middle of a section of uh, uh, 
the gunslinger, I think. Uh, Stephen King, The Dark Tower. There you go. For all you educated motherfuckers out there. Um, and uh, it, it, was, it was really, you know, appropriate for the time. Uh, let that legend grow. Just let that shadow get bigger in front yeah. of you. Because, you know, two years from now when my son is in high school, there's going to be a hundred kids think they were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be people that never were there and they're going to want to see you. Maybe, maybe. Talking about how epic it could have been. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I get right, you're there are going to be kids there that say, well, maybe, maybe, you know, I want to, you know, the kids that weren't there, oh, you know, I don't like him. He's smarter than me. And mm-hmm. my God, he's six foot seven. <laughs> and I want some of that. And so I'm going to take a piece of that. And then there's going to be the kids that were there. You know what, dude? Two years ago, you should have been there, man. <laughs> should have been there. He took every punch that guy threw at him. And just walked away. And just walked away. So I, I really, <laughs> re- really don't think you want a piece of that. His legend shall grow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean in, in like, you know, it's one of two things. You know, either that he's just going to, nobody's going to screw with him. Because he's, you know, mm-hmm. they're just, wait a second, he didn't even, it didn't even phase him. Yeah. And, or uh, they're not going to screw with him because, well, um, you know, it's no fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't get a reaction out of him, it's not fun. Then you take away, either way, you're taking away their power. Yeah. And, but that, that's how you take that physical, that talk about, don't do that while you're recording. It's going to make a bunch of noise. What are you trying to do? You're gonna, anyways. Yeah, you're not being. See, trying to tell you. <laughs> Drunk guys. Makes the freaking noise out here too. <laughs> I was trying to keep it quiet, but now, now. Oh Jesus! Okay, oh stop. God! Stop. <laughs> Yikes! All right. Well, luckily we can just clip that out. Um, you should leave it in the best of the outtakes. <laughs> the best. Verbally, you can get your kids to do that too, though. You can get, you can, if the power, if the words aren't powerful in the respect of you're like, if somebody says fuck, it's not like, oh my god, or this or that, you know. Um, But also explain to them that, you know, yes, people deem fuck to be a bad word. However, I think that if you look at somebody and call them a fat bitch or a a fat ass or whatever, you're, you're saying something, if you're being derogatory towards another human being, that is far more hurtful than any, any quote, kind quote, of bad hatred. word. Any, yeah. any kind of down negative commentary on people, which happens so much, especially in feminine culture right mm. now. Um, oh, I, I hate the way that look, top looks on you. I hate, oh my, uh, or the classic positive hatred. Oh, that looks so good on you. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, girls say that sort of shit oh, to yeah. each other. All the time, and it's it's awful to a person's psyche on the inside. Yeah, and they won't talk about it. I I mean, I know lots of women who wouldn't wouldn't ever say, "Oh, that makes me feel bad when people do that." But I guarantee you, it has some sort of a negative effect. Correct. So now the question is, if we let our kids curse, or, or excuse me, let our kids hear cursing. At some point, they're going to experiment themselves with how to verbalize those same thoughts. Mm-hmm. What do you do to curb it when it's inappropriate and address it when it is appropriate? Beat them. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
while, while a good beating is always appreciated, <laughs> this actually happened the other day with Trent. I don't remember what word it was he dropped, but he dropped the word. And I looked at him, I'm like, what did you say, bud? And he said it again. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and why did you say that? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm like, well, then if you don't understand either what a word means or you don't understand why you're using the word, then you shouldn't be using... Wasn't that Tempe today in the car when she said I, dick? No, I, no, that was, that was, another, no, that was something okay. different. But I'm like, I'm like, then you probably shouldn't use the word in the first place. And I'm like, so that, that's not an appropriate word for you to use at this point in time. And it was also not an appropriate time to use it because it didn't fit the situation and yes i know i'm talking way above a three-year-old aptitude per se but he, he got it he looks at me and goes okay daddy i sorry <laughs> and he apologized to me for dropping the bad word and i haven't heard it come out of his mouth since then and, and then, i don't i don't disagree with you because that's yeah. exactly what we did with with chris mm-hmm. and and he was two or three because you know quite honestly i have a fucking potty mouth <laughs> um and and mom does too, you know. Uh, we we swear like sailors, and and so they pick up on the words, and we basically just, you know, when we would hear that, we wouldn't, you know. You don't well, freak out. Here, here's here's something funny that Ezra told me um, from the last time Chris, little Chris, came over and spent the night. He, uh, um, the artist formerly known as Little Chris. Yes, yes, he's not so little anymore. Um, he. Chris was, uh, I guess Chris was kind of using some of the, uh, the more swearier words to the extent that the, the higher end. Yeah. Well, he just, he was using, he was more like he was just extensively, like he was using them quite a bit. Like he was, he, he, he was doing that teenage thing where you just, you like use it to emphasize everything. Well, and so like dude. every other, every well, other word. And, yeah. and when you first realize that you can get away with doing it yeah. and you tend to overuse. But so Ezra's like, yeah, he's like, Chris was swearing and he kept using, you know, saying these different words and, you know, he was doing them over and over and over again. And I kept, he's like, I just kept kind of looking at him. And then finally he looks at me, he was like, why don't you swear so much? Your dad swears like a damn sailor. And and <laughs> right, and that's what your, that's what your son says to my son, right? Yeah. And Ezra goes, he's like, well, I also, I my dad does swear like a sailor, and he does say a lot of bad words. But I also understand that if I don't use these words appropriately and I get caught doing it, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. He's like, so I choose not to say them unless the situation unless merits the situation it. merits it. He's like, and right now it really doesn't <laughs> merit it. And he goes, and he, and he looks at me, and he goes, and he goes, and then, then your son looks at Ezra and goes, oh, okay, and then cleaned up his mouth. So like, it wasn't like Ezra had his like, dude, you got to stop fucking saying that, or you got to stop talking this way. He just they had a conversation about, well, why aren't you doing this? Your dad speaks this way. He's like, yeah, but is it really it's not like, appropriate. It's not appropriate the, right now. What so we're why are we doing it? Yeah. Right. So why are we doing it? And, and it, it, it registered something in your kid's brain. He's like, oh, well, you're, you know, you got a valid fucking point. And it, <laughs> did yeah. he tell you about when he stubbed his toe when he was here? <laughs> I don't think he. No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't okay. think so. No. So uh, a couple, a month or so. It was when he that, the yeah. same that same night. same visit. Um, he comes down the stairs and he ended up scraping the back of his foot. The stairs here are built like stupidity. And I mean, like they're built out of stupidity. Right. But they're not built for size 16 feet. Yes, that too. But he scraped. I've done it before, but he scraped the back of his Achilles tendon on a sharp edge. Fuck me. Yeah. It hurt. And he's sitting there on the couch. He doesn't realize I'm here in the office with the door open and he's sitting on the couch. He's like, fuck. Shit. God damn it. You know, like just like all these just random curse words coming out. And I let him go on for a good little while. I knew he wasn't injured, just hurting. And I finally go, so Chris, everything okay? He just like, 
you know, like you could hear his mm-hmm. butthole pucker, like, oh no, somebody <laughs> just heard me saying all, and I'm like, yeah, right. He's like, yeah, I just on the thing and the scrape and a, ow, <laughs> and I'm I'm like, okay. Do you, need, do you need bandage or ice or anything? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, okay, you can go back to cursing now. <laughs> and he was just like, okay. <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> like, because that was a perfectly appropriate time yeah, to say yeah. all of those words. Because that's exactly what I would be saying. Exactly. Um, But I think a lot of kids, uh, my nephew, uh, my older nephew, he's 15. He'll be 16 in the fall, is in the same boat where he just doesn't understand that I'm cool with it. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather have an, we were, I took him uh, to the store today um, f- for a short amount of time and, you know, we're having a valid conversation and he accidentally drops a curse word and kind of looks at me like, oh, is she going to say anything? And we're just talking. I'm like, I don't care because I'd rather have an honest conversation with him where he has honest feelings and says what they are yep. than censor, not just the words, but the emotion behind them. Right. And there's such a deeper connection there than, mm-hmm. than there could be. And I'd rather have that kind of connection than, you know, the superficial, well, darn those dang kids at school and darn this. And, you know, yeah, because you know what, there, there, there are times when you're pissed off enough that those words do accurately express how you're feeling mm-hmm. and, and kids get that way too. But it's just, a, it's all about being appropriate and, and it really is for me. It's, it's, it's showing them when it is or is not appropriate to say them. Mm-hmm. Tempe today busted out. She um, called me a dick. She's like, she yeah, said yeah. I was acting like a dick. Yeah, she said I, she's, something about sleep uh, when she sleeps in my my bed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, she, so she was talking about how um she got to sleep in our bed one night when I was out of town, and I'm like, I, I think I was calling her out for like drooling. Or yeah, you're, no, snoring yeah, or, or snoring or hogging the bed or something like that. And I'm like, I mean, she's like, well, you shouldn't be complaining about it. You're like, why? Well, I'm only complaining about because you did it in my bed. She's like, yeah, but you know, I was only in your bed because you're a dick. <laughs> and I and I looked there. I'm like. Um, yeah, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. My Tempe, that was not the appropriate time <laughs> to use that word because when you say that somebody's being a dick, you're saying that they're being rude or they're being mean to you or they're you know that what they're doing is not the right thing to do. I'm like your mommy being nice enough to share her bed with you when you've got a perfectly acceptable bed upstairs to sleep in is not your mommy being a dick. It's your mommy being a very generous person, and you should be thankful for that. And she goes, oh. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and she like, apologized for it because you know, she realized that she used it wrong. But and, and she was trying to make a joke out of it. Yeah. So and she was like, "Oh, I made the joke wrong," and then she proceeded to talk about it some more, and then made a funny, actually, and, and, and fixed it, made a legitimately yeah. funny joke, and moved on. So it's it's just one of those things that you know. It, it but it, but I didn't like go. Oh, I can't believe you said the word "dick" and make her feel bad about it because it's it's you can teach a child. Certainly, you can teach without them making them feel bad. I mean, sometimes, well, yeah, and, and you sometimes cert- you have to let them. You have to let them feel bad if they're already feeling bad, you know, on, on their own. But you don't have to like add to that or dump on it more. Um, so it's it. It's all about being a a an example and and explaining to them why you can or cannot or should or should not do these things. At least in my opinion, you know, and and I and I can actually honestly say that I do live that because. For the listeners out there who aren't astutely aware, I am currently sitting in the room with a man who is directly related to the reason why my previous marriage split up. Not because, like, he was like, hey, but hey, bro, you know, she's a bitch or she's this. You should probably, you know, yeah, yeah. But because he was actively. Because I'm act- actively a dick. Yeah, you were actively a dick and you were actively using your dick with my ex. So. When she wasn't well, your ex. That's, that's the yeah, truth. When she wasn't my ex. And. 
And so that caused that was that was the catalyst that among everything else, all the other problems we had that was the catalyst and the straw that finally broke the camel's back that caused the marriage to dissolve, et cetera, et cetera. And for the longest time, I had a hard time even being in the same room with the guy. Um, but then I realized it was starting to hamper my son's relationship with one of his very best friends. And so my I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I really and these are and these are just my honest thoughts at the time. I'm like, I really I really dislike this dude like a lot. Like if I happen to see his nuts get caught in a combine and chewed up and spit out, yeah, okay, you know. <laughs> I would hope that I was driving the combine. <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, but I'm like, but at the same time. It's going to hurt my son a lot more if he loses one of his very close friends that he's known pretty much his entire life, and I'm not. That's the truth. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be the. I'm not going to be the catalyst that rips that away from him because I can't be grown up enough to uh, to overcome the fact that, you know, yes, this happened. Yes, he made a stupid mistake. <laughs> Mistakes were made. You know, shit, <laughs> shit went down. Things happened, but you and know, they, I, they weren't. Let me let me be honest here, people. They weren't tiny mistakes. No, they were life altering. Multiple franchise fuck ups. There are Michael Bay level fuck ups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Michael Bay. After. Quite, quite honestly, they were, yeah, Michael Bay level <laughs> fucking theatrics. You know, it and, was and, bad. And I'm, I'm also going to accept my portion of the blame for why the marriage dissolved because I, there were things that I did that directly affected our relationship, and that's it is what it is, and that's not for this particular podcast. However, that still doesn't exonerate me. No, I'm not saying that it does, and I'm not claiming that it does. <laughs> but, but trust <laughs> me, you're not exonerated. Yeah, you're never. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's just, Dick. Of, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that you know, I I came to the I came to the realization that you know. How can I show my son how to be a better human, a better human, or to treat others pro- properly if I can't treat these these people who have hurt me better? Now, it doesn't mean I have to like them. It doesn't mean that I have to, you know, want to be around them. And for the longest time, we didn't hang out and we weren't around each other, et cetera, et cetera. Especially when you guys were together, definitely wasn't anything there. Um, but. No, we did what we had to for the kids. We did what we had to for the kids. Yeah, that was but pretty much it. It was it. But at the same time, I was. I and to this day, I'm. You know, I'm not perfect, but I still strive to not be derogatory about his mom in front of him. I strive to not be, you know, derogatory towards the things that you and her did, right, wrong, or indifferent, and just simply say, "Hey, we've all made mistakes, and because of these mistakes, we all now have this life that we have to lead. That we can either make oh, the best have of it." To, huh? No, not not not, not, <laughs> yeah, you, not, not <laughs> I'm saying in the respect that you know those awkward times when, like the three of us are all in the same room. <laughs> oh Jesus! Like at birthday parties and whatnot, right? And you know we both have this animosity towards her now. <laughs> yeah, considering she is now uh, the ex ex. Yeah, yeah, she's your ex and my ex. So it's just awkward, but we have, but we've all. And I just get to smile and laugh. Yeah, so we all made this bed and we slept. <laughs> hey, yeah, and Jody gets to rub it. Just uh-huh. uh, yeah, Jody gets to put that salt in there and grind it down with yep. a freaking compactor, and she loves every second of it. It's my so, payback for having to deal with and the I'm, aftermath. I, I'm not even saying, and and I also want to preface it, or not preface it, but follow this up with: I'm not saying this to toot my own horn or anything. But it's just it, because you're you're doing it as well, even though you were the uh, quote quote the offender, not the offendee in the case. Um, you didn't have to swallow any of your pride and come back and apologize to me for everything after it happened either. You didn't you wouldn't you didn't have to claim it. You didn't have to think it was wrong. But because of who you are, what you did, 
and how you raise your kids and how you do your things, you also made the, the inroads. And I have to say that that's part of the reason why I can sit in the same room with you and I can do these things because you you, you work to make amends. I work to make amends. And we came and met in the middle. And I honestly think that for as fucked up as the entire situation is, with even just a little bit that the kids know now, there's a lot more that they're going to find out as they get older. Um, it still also shows them that well, that was a seriously what the fuck situation, and yet they're still making their way through it, and they're okay, and 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 they can make it work, and they can make headway, and they can move past it. So if you can get past that, you know, what can't you get? Past? Yeah, what can't you get past? Kind of thing. So, and and you know, as as Ezra gets older, can understand the level of hurt that those types of actions cause. I'm hoping that it'll also show him that hey, look, you know. You can get you even some of the worst stuff that can happen to you. You can still find a frame of reference to get around it and to move past it and, and, and go on. You know that it's not the end of the world, even though it might seem like it at the time. And so it's you know it, it, that, that, that's kind of like the the gist of everything. So it's you know as far as I was concerned, in the beginning, fuck you, fuck her, fuck them, fuck this, fuck everybody. Y'all can just go to hell. Fuck um, it all. Fuck it all. But that wasn't going to be best for the kid. And if he sees me having a fuck it all attitude, then he's just going to want to give up too. So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jody, what point zero two, please. Your own two cents. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that and yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she kneels and bob. I mean, smiles and nods. <laughs> so. <laughs> I kneel in what now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Strike that reverse. Move past it. But so, you know, it's, it, it is re- re- literally just. Oh, I'm just going to freaking blow this, interrupt it completely. Oh, here we go. Man, Justin's going to have a hell of a time editing this episode, boys mm-hmm. and girls. Yes. Yeah. He's going to take that out. <laughs> no. I know he is, no, but actually, it doesn't matter. Cause... It'll stay. It'll stay. I only, I rarely actually cut stuff out, but you know, I do clean it up a bit as far as making it sound. If it's anyway, so that's behind the scenes. So we're, we're getting rambly. <laughs> He's really drunk. We're going to have to close he really it up here. Is. Yes. Like I'm, I'm realizing how not drunk I am. The and more he I'm... talks. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so how long has this been rolling? The same. We've been rolling an hour. Yes. Yeah. We're three minutes shy. Three minutes I, shy I do, of an hour. Yeah. I do want three to minutes s- shy of an hour on an average two-hour podcast. No, it's, no it's right around an hour usually. When's the last time you listened? Jesus. <laughs> oh, Are you what? saying you stopped listening to the show, Chris? I need to catch up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we hour, hour and a half. It's been a long time since we did a two-hour show. Actually, it was last week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was because we had two guests on. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And we got Oh, I'm easily as equivalent yeah. of two guests, maybe three. Yeah, especially so we should Well, in like... sheer volume alone. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, you know, the words don't have... I, I find it more offensive when your kids you're okay with your kids calling somebody stupid calling somebody well, ugly, I think we fat, talked about this fat, quite a bit. ugly i hate you there was a that video with the little girls cursing uh-huh. and we talked about this I at that, that time one. yeah that you know oftentimes it's it's a lot there's a lot worse things in the world than cursing uh and using quote-unquote bad language or yeah. vulgarities um 
you have to curb it in some instances. I work for myself. I can say whatever the fuck I want, but I have to temper that with who am I talking to? And and if you're in front of a client, are you necessarily going to say that? Is it professional to use vulgarity? I don't know. It depends. And what I find is it's completely dependent on the situation. Mm -hmm. If I'm talking to a client my own age who understands this, you know, if they curse first, Fuck yes. It's like it's like switch, flipping a switch. It's like, yes, Game on. I can say fuck to this person, you know? So, um And you and I do too. You know, I, I'm in the construction industry, just pretty close to the industry that Jody's in. <laughs> well, and the one that Justin's in also. Uh-huh. You know, we all kind of have simpatico jobs. But if you don't you, you know, you have to play the customer. Yeah. And, and, if you're and, a bank teller, your boss might fire you for telling the customer to have a nice fucking day. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But probably. You know, if you're self-employed, you just have to temper it with, "Do I want to lose my customer? Not, am I going to get fired?" And right. that's a completely different kind of scenario. Well, but that's you know, that's just how we, I approach everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I find it more offensive that if you allow your kids to have these hateful... Now, not to say that they can't have these feelings about a person or feel that way, but, to, but with how they address the feelings about it and how they actually, um, you know, deal with the other person is is what causes the problem. So, and on that note... <laughs> hey, just to see if I can distract Justin from his model. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else anybody has to add besides it? More booze. Yay. More booze. I think we've got enough of that going. Oh. The hell we don't. (laughs) The hell we do. Well, if there's nothing else for anybody to add then. Nope. All right. Are we closing this out? Yeah, we're closing it out. Thanks for for letting me invite myself over to get drunk at your house tonight. No problem. Do you want to give out any of your contact information? Do you want to talk about maybe your business? Um you're welcome to do it. You're welcome to not do it. It's up to you. Let's table that because I you're you're not in the right frame of mind to I'm do not, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, no it, problem. <laughs> we can we can have the we'll figure out how to inter intertwine what I do with parenting. And I, I, I don't. It has nothing to do with that. I just allow guests to plug their shit. Well, yeah, but so, I, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking drunk too, so we'll do yeah, it later. Yeah. Sounds good. And then everybody who listened to this show. We'll listen to that show and go, that motherfucker's crazy. (laughs) On that note, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.